819 on the Crosstalk on WIZM, doing your very best to predict. Uh, it always gets the president in trouble because, uh, well, because he's the president and people like to yell at him. But uh, for the rest of us who live in a real world, predicting what will be next and trying to prepare for that is even more difficult if you are, for instance, the CEO of a major health facility in La Crosse. And that is the case with our guest this morning, Dr. Scott Rathgraber, uh, CEO at Gunderson Health System, preparing for, I don't know, we, we, we hear that there is a surge, doctor, but how big it will be, when it will be here. Are you as ready as you should be or you think you should be or you can be? I don't even know how to ask the question. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Mike. Um, uh, I appreciate the time to uh, discuss our preparations. I think the answer to your question is that we are um, getting better prepared every day, and we believe that we are ready for the surge when it comes along. And what does that mean from your perspective, ready for the surge? means you have hundreds of thousands of masks stockpiled and, and respirators coming out of your ears and staff that has all their protective equipment. Uh, everybody's happy and healthy and ready to go, and the surge will be here uh, day after tomorrow, and when it gets here, we're ready. <laughs> well, that's a lot of really uh, really good questions yeah. that we do not have all of the answers to, of course. we, As yeah. you mentioned, we need to prepare for... Um, any eventuality and we cannot predict exactly when the surge will be here or how big the surge will be but we are um you know preparing for the worst and and then uh seeing where we're going so from a uh i don't think it's appropriate to have supplies coming out of your ears so to speak because we all have to work together as a healthcare system across the state and the country so we are uh, making sure that our models um, reveal that we have enough supplies to protect our staff and to protect our patients as well as care for them, which is our duty sure. to the community. Well, it, it, and what we hear for the most part, the media has focused on masks, respirators, and uh, for the staff inside the hospital, gloves and, and uh, suits and so forth. But there's an awful lot more you have to prepare that you have to get ready for the surge than uh, a big a big stash of masks and respirators and gloves, right? Right. Well, the first thing to do is to uh, prepare um, and, and have enough lead time. Thankfully, we are not on the coast, and we um, are learning from our compatriots uh, who are in a bigger surge uh, situation. And so three weeks ago, we cut back our uh, clinical uh, services so that uh, to everything but uh, only essential um, uh, health care because people continue to have other uh, conditions, of course. That allowed us um, sure. to uh, keep our staff safe, keep our patients safe, and to have a conservation um, uh, a model for our, uh, our protective equipment. So it's a comprehensive uh, um, approach. Um, and then we have to, of course, free enough capacity in the hospital for when the surge does occur. So you have uh, empty beds at the moment waiting for those patients that will be here at some point soon? That is correct, and we're working on uh, making sure that we have adequate staff uh, to cover not only now, 
but into the future um, for whatever uh, whatever may may come to, through our doors and have enough equipment to care for them. So we're we're really working all together as a as an organization to get all of our skills uh, as sharpened as possible, um, so that we can uh, you know meet the need of our community. When uh, a patient gets the test, and am I correct that all of the COVID-19 testing is being done outside in the parking lot and in the pop-up testing uh, areas? Is, is that correct? Well, we are, uh, um, we are collecting the tests in a, in a variety of ways. Um, we do have um, outside the hospital uh, testing for folks who are referred there with appropriate symptoms. Certainly, if you are admitted to our hospital, you um, are, and you are under um, suspicion based on your symptoms. You are getting the test here um, in sure. in the hospital. So we have a variety of places, but the the good news is for the the sickest patients and the ones that we need to know uh, the soonest, we are able to obtain that test here locally um, through the Gunderson Medical Foundation lab. That's great. All right. So it can be done. The testing can be done locally. Some patients you send home to a self-quarantine and recover at home. Others you admit to the hospital uh, who have uh, uh, a higher risk or are uh, sicker. And every other day we hear of research that's uh, being done that can uh, that is showing uh, uh, signs of help. Uh, the malaria drug, the what is it, hydrochloroquine? Uh, do you guys wait until a higher medical source says this is working? Start using it, or are you also on that uh, experimental, so to speak, uh, edge? For patients. Well, I think I think it's important that we um, you know we use science and make sure that we are not harming patients uh, in addition to uh, helping them. So, so a lot of those studies are pretty small, but you always want to hold yeah. out hope. And um, we, uh, you know, I think um, with all of those medications, is a clinical judgment for how sick people are and what their underlying conditions are. So we are not prohibited from using those uh, medications um, if. Uh, if uh, we, if the individual patient appears to have the, uh, a good chance to uh, respond to those, so um, we we are aware of the the data, and it's great that more and more uh, knowledge is being um, uh, gained every single day, and it's a changing uh, changing field. But a lot of time, a lot of that is changing in our favor as we're getting better knowledge. So we are able to prescribe that medication. It's um, yeah, it would be really reserved for people who are um, ill. It has not been shown to improve, um, um, you know, keep people from having uh, the, the condition. So I, I urge people to not be using it from uh, just as a preventative measure uh, because uh, there are patients who have um, other diseases who legitimately need that medication. We've seen some um, decreases in supply across the country. Um, uh, our pharmacy and supply chain is, has done a very good job to supply us with um, what we believe is adequate. But again, uh, we don't think it's appropriate to hoard or um, have things coming out of our ears. So we believe we have an adequate supply if it becomes um, clear that this is uh, helpful for patients. And we will not hesitate to use it. We have no prohibition to that. Um, to say that we're uh, um, exactly in a in a study uh, with that medication, I don't believe is accurate. Um, but we do have the ability to use it and to respond to new knowledge and data as it comes through with other experiments. 
Right. And that that new knowledge and data comes from the World Health Organization or a variety of sources. Who do you look for for guidance in regard to a treatment that is showing uh, signs of success so that you can decide whether you will or will wait on a particular uh, uh, path for treatment here in the La Crosse area? Well, the World Health Organization is one of those uh, um, uh, sources. The uh, uh, CDC here in the United States, the National uh, Institutes of Health, um, and there's there's more and more uh, um, data and papers being published uh, um, every week on this virus. Um, it's been an unprecedented um, uh, expansion of knowledge and papers at a very rapid rate. So there are academic centers all over the country and the world that are working on this, and we will, um, of course, evaluate to make sure those uh, studies are um, are valid so that, again, we're not harming patients. But um, we will take the information from any reputable um, academic source, um, and there are a lot of people working on uh, coming up with the solution. Right, and that's why on a regular basis the information changes a little bit, which uh, I think is uh, very important to stay on top of. And I appreciate, uh, Dr. Scott Rathgraber, that you and uh, the entire staff at Gunderson Health, as well as uh, those research facilities across the country, continue to do that research. And when new information is made available, you update the way you treat patients and and uh, and everybody gets healthier sooner